Hello and welcome to the Highway to Health show. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas or Hanukkah or just a wonderful Tuesday if you don't celebrate either holiday. My guest for this episode is Lunit Louie. She is an entrepreneur, author, professor, and podcast host. And today, she and I talk about the morning ritual that she follows to set herself up for perfect days. I hope you have a notebook and a pen handy because she'll be walking us through each step and you will want to take notes for sure. I've been following her recommendations as we recorded this episode a few weeks ago, and I can't wait for you to get her tips as well. I hope you enjoy it. And now, here's my conversation with Lunit Louie. And remember, you are on the highway to health and I'm your guide to get you there. Are you ready to live ageless? Want to discover alternative health choices, cutting edge nutrition, and fitness for the entire family? Welcome to Highway to Health Show with your host, Dr. E, the stem cell guy, where Dr. E helps you live ageless. And now, here's your host, Dr. E. Welcome back to the Highway to Health Show. Sitting with me today is Lunit Louie. She is not only an entrepreneur, an author, and as I shared in the intro, an overall phenomenal person who's set a, a couple of very purposeful steps, and she's going to guide us through them here. Um, but before we get into that, Lunita, why don't you say hi to our audience and share a little bit more about you and what got you in this path? Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Dr. E. Hello, everyone. Um, my name is Lunit, as Dr. E mentioned, and I have been on this path for over 20 years. I actually have my PhD in psychology, and I am super interested in how um, people work. And people work particularly in business now. People developed over time and growth. And so that's why the morning routine was a specific niche for me because it allows me to um, tap into how do people get up, dress up, and show up in their life? It allows me to actually um, look at entrepreneurs' habits because, as we all know, success leaves trail, and I wanted to find out what those clues are. And that's why morning, I started Morning, into, uh, morning Routine Ever um, podcast. So I am in San Diego, California, born and raised in a third world country. I was born in Haiti. And now I am here in this beautiful city. And I have to say it is fantastic. That's amazing. So 20 years you've been doing this. I don't believe you. You look like you're 23. <laughs> Dr. E, thank you so much. <laughs> but seriously, when you started doing this, I mean, you mentioned that you've been you've been working at this for, for 20 years now. Did you always start focusing on 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 these different routines or how how did the whole thing evolve into you recognizing this as, as a as that one trail that success does leave yeah my fascination was really about how do people who are genuinely happy stay happy how do they genuinely stay looking young and youthful for um over all these years and what is this mindset that they have that the rest of us don't have that I didn't have at the time that I was seeking and searching for this. And so it started with um, the, um, developing the mind, 
I realized there was a different mindset that people um, had as a business owner or as a successful person or as a happy person. And because happiness is temporary, but joy, pure joy had to stem from something else. And that's when I started with um, reading. I started with um, being inquisitive and, and asking questions and asking successful people who are in high places, like, what do you do? besides, you know, the delivery, the, the product that you serve, what do you do to be the way you are? And answers started coming out. And then I, I realized a trend and a path in how people get ready in the morning and how people are disciplined. Discipline. Discipline is very key in what we're going to talk about a lot today. And I want it part of, I want it to, I want it part of it. So t- 20 years of data collection and also just applying it myself. <laughs> wow. Now, do you do you see that this all these different habits and all these different things that you've started noticing do you see how they start kind of like spilling into every area of these people's lives and it's not just in their business Absolutely because to be wealthy is not just monetary to be wealthy is to have your to have time that's your biggest asset right so to be wealthy and being able to use your time to spend it with who you want and where you want so not being stuck at a nine to five, not being obligated to, to spend time with people you know you're not interested, but to spend time with your loved one. So that trickles down to um, happier homes because uh, mom and dads have the opportunity to spend time with their kids, go to their soccer games, go to um, be there for them for homework later on at night. And that actually is one of the biggest motivations. Absolutely. And that's, and that's one of the main reasons why I was so interested in having you here. I've shared in the podcast before how I have my own and I've adopted my own uh, set of uh, rituals throughout the day, not just a morning ritual that, I, that I'm sure we're going to talk a lot about today, but, but all sorts of rituals throughout the day. Um, because really that's how our brains work and it, it has allowed me to operate at a, at a completely different level. And, and the reason why I wanted to talk to you here is because a lot of the times we don't have, we don't find time for ourselves to, to be healthy, to do the right kind of things, to exercise, to eat well, to prep our meals, to make all these different healthy choices. And I think that it all boils down to allowing us or recognizing that we need to install these different healthy habits, whether it be a ritual or whether it be just just very punctual habits. And, and it's really, really good that you come up here and share that successful people have these all throughout their lives, not just in terms of their business. It's not that, oh, he's a super disciplined CEO. No, no, but he's also disciplined in other areas. Is this correct? This is absolutely correct. Yeah, e, Dr. E. Uh, I agree. The discipline piece of it is um, crucial. And also it does um, trickle to the other areas of um, their lives and in the home, as I mentioned earlier. So the habits are key because we're habitual creatures. We, we, it's, we're going to pick up a habit regardless, right? Good or bad. You decide um, which one you will follow and you decide which one that will um, propel you to the next level. Or um, Jim Rohn says um, success is a few practice, is a few um, principles practice every day. Half a dozen. (laughs) Isn't that right? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big big fan of uh, Jim Rohn as well. So uh, it's 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 really good to have another fellow uh, Jim Rohn listener here. Now, why don't you start walking us through this morning ritual thing? Why do you think it is so important to have a morning ritual? Because what we do in the first eight minutes of the day sets the tone for the other 
99% for the other, for the rest of the day. And you imagine if you wake up, you're stumbling, you are waking up saying, oh, I wish I hit the lottery today so I don't have to go into work or I don't have to deal with my life. Well, that's false thinking. That's not going to happen. You haven't done anything to work towards that <laughs> for it to happen. And so the opportunity is to get up and actually be um mindful, be cognizant of the things you do within the first eight minutes of your day. And have you, have you noticed a difference or, I mean, you obviously have, but what are, what is the, the main difference that you've noticed in your life since you started implementing something? I'm 34 years old. And as you mentioned earlier, people think I'm in my early twenties because health begins from within out. Same thing with mindset, because we are what we think about. So you, what you are thinking will, it will show up in your lifestyle, will show up in your um, body, will show up around you. Your environment is the byproduct of what you are thinking about. And so the main thing that I've, I've seen and come, that I've noticed is be careful what you think about, because it will show up. Now, do you think that? Is is there a recipe for a morning ritual, or or is is everybody else is everyone's morning ritual different? Should it be different, or should we all do the same things? What are your thoughts on this? So there are several steps. It's a science and an art. It's a science because there are tools and method methods put in place that have been proven that works. It's an art because you get to tweak them. Because not it's not one size fit all because everybody is different. Everybody has a different genome type. Everybody has a different body type. Everybody has um, different um, lifestyle. You know, with kids at home running around, you may not have um, 40 minutes in the morning to devote to your morning routine because your kids are up. You have to take them to school. You got to run. Um, an entrepreneur, uh, you know, business um needs is their attention. So it can be tailored to the individual. So there, it's not a one hat fit all type of deal, but you do know what the principles, what the tools are. You need to know what the methods are so you can apply them and um, ensure to um, fit them in your day. I see. And what, what are these tools? Okay. So let's get right to it. So let's, let me tell you about um, what the many entrepreneurs have um, mentioned. So throughout my 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 search and my findings. Um, to my surprise, entrepreneur says that morning routine has been key in their success. It has contributed to their success. However, it starts the night before. That blew me away because I, I thought, well, it's you know, you're waking up, you're ready to go, but you have to prepare the night before. And so, what I am going to share with you um, this morning, I have an acronym um, <laughs> for the audience. So. The acronym is HIT SAVERS, H-I-T-S-A-V-E-R-S, HIT SAVERS. And what that essentially means is plan the night before so that you can be successful in the morning. You, if you don't make plans, you plan to fail, right? And so the first, the first um, H on here is um, hydrate. So uh, the night before, you put out a glass of water next to your bed and you, that's what you're going to do the first thing in the morning is you're going to hydrate. It's lukewarm temperature so that the body can absorb it better because what's happening is you are at a fasted sleep at night and especially for night sweaters. 
people who sweat during the night, you are deplenished. You are dehydrated upon rising. So it's good to hydrate the first thing um, upon rising. And what that does, Dr. E, is it allows the body to flush the toxins a little faster because we're expelling toxins overnight. We're, we're, building, we're, we're, build, we're getting toxins throughout the day. And so when we sleep, the body works tirelessly to expel those toxins. And so in the morning, you got to tinkle. You got to get rid of some, some of the toxins, right? But if you drink a glass of water, it helps eliminate those out of your system. And a plus side is, I don't know about you, but I tend to wake up with um, brain fog. You familiar with that? Mm-hmm. So rising with brain fog, and that's, that's natural. Again, the toxins coming out of the body, right, build up overnight. So when you drink a glass of water, that actually helps clear your mind. I just interviewed somebody, and he confirms it again. He's like, I cannot go on without hydrating in the morning. I cannot um, wake up without having a glass of water because my, uh, the same way I wake up, the minute I have that glass of water, and this is the first, like, 30 seconds of waking up, right, my brain is, um, the fog just clears up. I can think better. There's a sense of clarity already. So mm-hmm. already you're winning with the, with the first act, with just hydrating first thing in the morning, right? Questions? No, no. So far, very clear. And it's something that we've covered before. Now I'm curious to know what the I stands for. Absolutely. Yeah. So the I, and I actually have the, I wrote a book on this um, called First Things First Hydrate. And I, I wrote the book because I want to talk about the essential minerals that we get from, that we lose. And so I add, for me personally, tend to add a pinch of Himalayan salt in my um, morning cocktail, as I call it. That actually um, is high in magnesium. And Dr. E, as you know, magnesium, 90, 85% of um, Americans or people are deficient in magnesium. We don't get enough of it. Good mood stabilizer, it, 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 it's just very super high and, and really good for you, but we don't have enough of it in our system. So Himalayan salt is very high in it and it has minerals. So it's just a pinch. It's not salty water. It's a pinch. It's like grains of salt that you put in it to add some electrolytes per se. Yeah. Into what your- I recommend people do if they don't like the salty taste is just to do, you buy the empty capsules and you just fill them with Himalayan salt. And uh, then you take one of those capsules with your glass of water in the morning and that's it. You're good to go. So you are, you know about it. <laughs> yeah, something <laughs> we recommend quite a lot. Salt actually helps you absorb that water better. So, so adding that salt and even a, a little squeeze of, of lemon. But a lot of the times, the, the problem with the, adding the lemon in the morning is that you have to go to the kitchen because you're not going to keep lemons in your bed stand. Um, but, but if you just keep the capsules of, of, of salt, and then, then you're good to go. Yeah, convenient. It has to be efficient because you want to give yourself no human error of not actually executing this. Yeah. So you put it right next to your bed. Like you said, the, the lemon, you don't have to go out and cut it and put it in the water. And you don't want to leave lemon in your water overnight either. So that's why the salt works a lot better and sufficient. And again, I have the book and I will put it, um, Dr. E will put the link down below for anyone who's interested. It's a short read, 30 minutes. Um, ebook, it's part of a, the series for the whole um, podcast for morning routines that I'm, I'm working on. So the I, the, the I in hit savers stands for, I am thankful for today. Getting in a moment of gratitude will actually breed more things to be grateful for in your life. And so it's easy 
It's simple. It's just waking up, having hydrating and saying, I am thankful for today. Attitude of gratitude breeds that and it actually sets you up for looking for more things to be grateful for throughout the day. Um, I tend to personally say when people ask me, um, uh, Dr. Lewis, Lunid, how are you doing? I tend to say, you know, I am blessed. And that throws them off guard because we're usually just on autopilot saying, you know, I am fine. I'm okay. But when you say I am blessed, you are open up the channels, the pathway for more blessings to come your way throughout the day. So wake up with that at mindset. I am thankful for today. That's all you have to say. I am thankful for today. That's another um, two seconds of um, your first minute. <laughs> okay. Sounds great. The um, T stands for time's up. Literally, exclamation point, time's up. Get out of bed. You are getting out of those those comforters. You are getting out of this comfy bed and you are putting your feet to the floor and you are getting your booty out of bed and you are going to make that bed. It's finishing what you started because the night before you went to bed, you got into bed, you got your PJs on, you brushed your teeth, you got into bed. But we tend to wake up in the morning and not finish what we start. And that's the that's a no no for first thing in the morning, right? If you don't finish the first thing of the day, then you are going to jump from task to task throughout the day. It's gonna again talking about breeding what we want to breed for the rest of the day. And so, come um, finish when you do wake up, you get out of bed, you make your bed, and also a, a kernel that has a book on it and talks about being productive. When you do the f- accomplish in the first task of the day, it helps you be more productive throughout the day. Yeah, a couple of a couple of uh, episodes ago, quite a few episodes ago, actually, I interviewed uh, Mike Strucheski and Mark Strucheski, and he is a productivity expert. And as a matter of fact, that's that's one of the things that he says. He says, "Listen, in the morning, first thing you need to do is is to make your bed because then you get your first win of the day. You you complete your first task, and that puts you and that sets you in the path." Of, of completing things throughout the day. And a lot of the times that overwhelm that we get is because we're not completing anything. We're starting a bunch of things or we're just putting out fires, but we're not completing anything. We're not closing any of those books, any of those chapters. So we just, you know, jumping from one task to another. So that's great. So far we've got hydrate, which I totally agree with you. I like the idea of just keeping it in your bed and like right next to you uh, on your bed stand. And uh, adding a little bit of, 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 of salt to that. Second, gratitude. I, I am tremendously, tremendously grateful um, that, you, that you brought that up because, and actually you make it easier. A, a lot of different experts will say that you need to keep a, a, a gratitude journal, which I think is, is a great practice to do. But then again, if you need to stand up and go find your journal and sit down and write something on it, then that that takes an extra effort. And when you're just starting your day and you're just clearing up your head, then I think it's great to just simply say, you know what? I'm grateful for this today. Mm-hmm. That's it. And then obviously, time's up. Get out of bed. No more, no, no snoozing, no thinking about it. You get out of bed. No more rolling around because you will regret it the rest of the day. Get your booty out of bed and make it. <laughs> what about those of us who share a bed with, our, with a spouse? Do you kick them out of bed if you're waking up before them? Get them on a morning routine. Get out. (laughs) Get them on a morning routine because, again, it's not a solo um, adventure. (laughs) Get them along with you. Sounds good. Sounds good. I don't know what my wife's going to think about that, but so far, so good. Let's see. what, What comes next? So now that was just hit, hit your savers. That's the first minute of your day. And it was really easy if you, as you said, Dr. E, the, um, 
the S in our savers is silence. We get one minute. And I'm giving you the hybrid version, Dr. E, for your listeners who don't have time with mom and dads, busy mom and dads, and especially with school starting out. Of course. It literally takes seven, seven minutes. And this is, this is um, savers is just one, like I said, six minutes for each. But minute one is silence. It is purposeful, intentful silence. So you spend one minute, put a timer if you want, Put you you sit down somewhere and you, even if you just sit at the edge of your bed, you are practicing silence because you are not, you want to set the day that it's not hectic and you're not carelessly rushing throughout your day. So spend one minute sitting in silence. You sit calmly, very peaceful, and you, you just breathe deeply for 60 seconds, slowly. And you may decide to say a prayer. You might continue that um, gratitude of attitude and say you're thankful. I'm thankful for my kids. I'm thankful for my life. I'm thankful for what the day is going to bring my way. Anything you want to practice in this one minute is yours. Thank you. Thank, I'm, I'm thankful for my health, whatever it may be. This is your one minute to actually be silent. So that's minute one. Minute, that's minute, uh, minute three, right? Minute two and th- minute two and three. And, and I'm actually going to interrupt you again, because I think you did something phenomenal there for our listeners. And it is, we've talked a lot about mindfulness and meditation here, but most of the time we're thinking, okay, I need 10 straight minutes. And for those of us who have little kids, we know that 10 minutes straight of solitude is, is, is a stretch. So I think that giving people permission to to just do one minute and that's all you need. You sit down for one minute and you count. And and I think it's actually something great to teach your kids as well because if you're waking them up, you sit right next with them and you make sure that they take their glass of water, you make sure that, you know, they're grateful and that you sit still for one minute and and just teach him and say, you know what, just, just think about these things and what are you grateful for and what are some good thoughts and, and, and just, just help them get into that habit of, of, of mindfulness. And I think it's, it's a great idea to do just one minute. And if you have time to do five, do five, but, but the task is to do one minute. It's easy and simple. And I love the notion of bringing the kids, getting them involved because that will take them to school and help them with concentration. And we're going to talk a little bit about concentration tomorrow and how we're so good at distract, being distracted, right? And if you teach your kids this in the morning, it will only increase. They will only get better at being able to concentrate and focus and it will enhance help them in school. Of course. So it's it's a win-win situation. So that's that's the silence. Now... Minute three is our affirmations. Now we are saying these out loud because we affirmations are key because um, Dr. E, as you know, and as a psychologist, we are thinking over 60,000 thoughts a day. So the same thought that you woke up, you went to bed with last night, you woke up with this morning. Nothing new has changed. So if you want a different day, you have to retrain your mind to think differently today than you did yesterday. And 90% of those thoughts are negative. Dr. Amen says, um, we call them ants and they need to be exterminated. They're um, and automatic negative thoughts. Automatic negative thoughts are rancid. They're, they're running around in your head saying you're not enough. You don't deserve this. You, you, life is a mess. All these thoughts that, um, you know, my business is on the rocks. All this stuff just to bring you down. And so affirmations are a way to reframe the mind. Bring in the positive 
and eliminate the negative thoughts that we do. And I have them. I wake up with them. We all do it. It's, it's, it's human nature. So the best way to do um, affirmation, your, sec- your, your third minute is affirmations and to actually incorporate visualization with those words and as well as the corresponding emotion because emotion drives, drives action, drives you to act. So for affirmation, you can say, you know, I am blessed. I am happy. Um, I, I live an abundance life. Well, you have to be able to visualize what an abundance life look like. That's what's going to draw it to you. And then if you and, have, and what it, what it looks like to you, because for every person, it's different what an abundant life is, right? Somebody might, might picture the mansions and then the, 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 you know, the boats and the yachts and, and all these different things. And somebody else might picture, you know what? I, I don't have to work that many hours. Maybe I can just spend time with my family. I can travel. I can do all these things. So, so I think that's, that's also very, very important. Yeah. It could be a family vacation. It could be that my kids go to this private school. It could be that um, we, we buy that home with the four bedroom house because our family's growing. And visualization could be my business is um, breaking a million dollars next year. You visualize what that looked like to you because if it resonates with you and your energy, then it will come to you because what happens with the, the, the last piece of it is responding feeling and emotion because once you get to that same frequency of that um, desire or that thing you're visualizing, it's going to be yours. So you have to feel it already happening. There's, there's, there's a Bible that says, ask you shall receive and seek you shall find, but you have to believe it's already done. And that's the key. That's the key to affirmation is like you have to be able to start reframing the mind and changing the way you think because you want to attract only um, what is desired, um, what, what you want. Of course. So that's um, three. Let's move on to four. All right. So minute four is visualization. And we talked about it a little bit in the last one, right? So visualization, you're sitting there. You can have a vision board. You close your eyes and you look at your vision board and you visualize. You don't have a visual uh, vision board. You visualize what um, is included in your goals. It could be that goal again to, for the kids, for your kids to go to that private school, visualize them walking through that door. Right. Visualizing if it's a health thing, visualizing you are healthy, you are mobile, you are moving, visualizing um, the, the, the business is hitting that $1 million mark. You um, actually just picturing it. And then as you mentioned, Dr. E, picturing what it looks like for you, because that definition, you have to know what is um, success for you. What are you, what are you desiring and start visualizing it to the minute detail? It could be, you know, you know what they say when you, you want to buy a new car, picture the smell of the car, the color, the, the seat, the leather, is it cloth? What the engine sounds like. Visualization works the same way in um, achieving an, an, any goal in life. Minute that was a minute four. Now we're down to um, minute five, and it's scribing. We, you talked about um, the attitude gratitude journal, and journaling is crucial because it takes a minute to write down what you're grateful for, what you're proud of, and the results you're committing to creating for that day. It's very simple, just sixty seconds, and it puts you. It'll empower you to actually act. Earl Nightingale says that. If you write, when you write down your goals and you know what you want, you go after what you want, then you are part of the um, 1% that know where they're going. The minute you write it down, you're already successful. 
So if it's just your being your thankful attitude of gratitude, it's that simple. Or you can write down your goals. Write down what is it that you want. That's um, scribing. And that's one minute of I am thankful for. I, I have a, a, um, a thankful journal that I keep by, I, I keep by my side and, and actually walk around within my backpack. And it's really small. And I put on top of it. So today is Wednesday. I put today, Wednesday. I am today. I am grateful and profoundly gr- um, thankful for. I list five things. And it's, it's usually inexpensive. It's just simple. I'm thankful for waking up this morning. I am thankful for my job. I am thankful for the opportunity to, to talk and, trans, and talk to and transform people's lives. I am thankful for having shoes because growing up in Haiti, we walk, I walk barefoot most of the time. Simple little things. You, you are, um, you're just grateful for five things. You list five things. You can write it down and then you keep it going. But I tell you that Oprah Winfrey has thousands and thousands of gratitude journals in her, um, in her home. So that tells you something. Success leaves clues. And all the entrepreneurs I talk to, they have, they're scribing, they're journaling, they're, they're writing their, what they're thankful for on a daily basis. Because again, as we started, I mentioned it breeds more things to be grateful for. It gives you more things to look forward to. Number um, six is um, minute five, you are doing some reading. So now here you're going to invest one fantastic minute in reading a page or two because you have to develop yourself. You have to grow. You have to learn something new that you didn't know yesterday. It could be in any any interest. It could be um, self-help. It could be um, raising kids. It could be um, business. It could be data analytics. It could be whatever you want. But spend one minute reading um, um, something of interest for you because it will uh, increase, it'll give you those, get those ideas flowing because you need to, um, knowledge is power, but only if you apply it. Zig Ziglar says, if you read 20 minutes a day, by the end of the year, you will have read 2,100 books. And, and so here's the thing as well. Um, most people think that in order to read or I, I want to start reading something, they need to find 45 minutes straight so that they can sit down and read. And, and in reality, once again, you just gave the great example. Like just, just sit down for one and a half minutes and, and just read something or, or read a, a meditation, read a passage if you're religious of, of the Bible, read something along those lines. There's a bunch of books that have, that have, you know, one, one thought per day. And you just read that day's one. I use the daily stoic, which is a, a bunch of different uh, meditations as well uh, from the, the old stoics and uh, Ryan holidays, the author of that book. And it has one for every day of the year. And you just go there and it takes you one minute because again, if you have more time, of course, dedicate as much time as you can, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Um, but, but if you don't, don't think that then you, you just skip the whole thing and you don't read anything. Because you're developing habits. So you want to retrain the, the, the body, the mind to um, actually see the, the benefits. Because the, it, it, it will, the body and mind will do whatever you tell it to do. Sometimes we're not directing it. We're not telling it what to do. And that's what happens. It runs away with us. And we think we can't, but we want to control our mind. I want to, my mind's out of control. I want to be able to, I can't stop thinking. I can't stop doing this. But in reality, you've letting it gotten away from you because you are in control. You control the power. Your greatest power is being able to control your mind and direct it to whatever um, ideal you want. Agree. Agree. Either that or you, you've actually programmed it to behave that way. So it's just about being aware of it. Absolutely. And that happens. And it's not, it's not a blaming game. We do it. I do it. Dr. E has done it. It's a, it's a social construction thing. We were thought, you know how many times a child gets said no by the, by the, for the age of two? No, you can't do this. 
Yeah, no, you can't have that. So you're socially constructed to think negative. You're socially constructed to to see um to accept um negativity and that you're you're not enough and this stuff is happening. It's not your fault. We're just saying there is a route and it can be done in seven minutes <laughs> to actually make that change. And so for um I, I read on a daily basis and I read out loud because um, Dr. E, as I mentioned, I'm from Haiti and we don't speak English in Haiti. We speak French and we speak Creole. And so I had to come to the country, not um, speaking English. And I had a very heavy accent and it really bothered me a lot in school because I, I wasn't as fast as the natives. And so one thing I started doing is reading out loud to help with my pronunciation, to help with, um, and reading and understanding the the words that I'm reading. And I'll give you an example because kids, we read to them out loud, right? We put them by the bedside, we put them at the table, we put them on our lap and we read to them and they're listening, but their imagination is going wild. They're picturing everything that's happening, right? And so when we read out loud, Dr. Um, Lappin said this, when you read out loud, it, it breeds creativity, it, it, it helps your mind, just like a child, um, visualize what is happening. You're not just reading it because you're not passively reading it now at that point. And that has helped me tremendously once I started this. This was earlier in the year because there were words I couldn't pronounce. My W's and my R's were very difficult, challenging for me um, as, as a sec- English as a second language. And the minute I started reading out loud, things skyrocketed. Things just got tremendously better. And so I read out loud. <laughs> and so <laughs> to myself. You get, you get feedback. A lot of people ask me as well. I, I grew up in Mexico City. Um, so I, I, I have spent some time in the U.S., but most of it, I, I grew up in Mexico where we speak Spanish. And people ask me, it's like, well, what about your accent? And I, I tell them, I said, TV. I used to watch a lot of TV and I would repeat what I heard until I got it right. And, and for many years, I did that. And, you know, I, I kind of got that accent. And I'm very sarcastic because I used to watch Friends and Seinfeld. But it is mostly from TV. <laughs> and then uh dr e thank you for sharing um i it's good to know that uh, when someone confirms you know being from a third world country and speaking a second language when it's not and then people hear you they're like no you're lying i'm making that stuff up no it's true we just worked extra hard at it yeah you can you can get rid of it and a lot of the times it's not necessary but if it's, if, if it is something that bothers you and it is something that you want to take care of it then take care of it mm-hmm. it's as simple as that mm-hmm. well put dr e and we're coming down to our, uh, our last minute, minute seven. Minute seven is you got to get the body moving. You got to get up. Either you're stretching because you were laying down for seven, eight hours. So the body is stiff and you want to get the blood flowing again. Dr. E, this is your realm. I'm not even going to butcher it. I'm going to let you talk about the benefits of exercising and, and moving the body. But early on, if you can't get a full 20-minute workout in, and this is we're doing this in one minute, after you've done everything we discussed um, above here, you get up and do 60 jumping jacks, 60 seconds, 60 jumping jacks. And that will elevate, um, increase your heart rate. That will actually help um, blood circulation and open up your joints, get the, get the circulation going on in there. And that will help you actually um, move better throughout your day. Now, it's not a 
substitute for an actual workout, but it is um, good in the morning to get your body moving, either by stretching or doing jumping jacks or doing some push-ups for one minute. Yeah, but it is, I mean, like you said, it's not, it's not a substitute for, for a workout, but it is necessary. We need to move with certain regularity. And we've been, we've been lying down for, for eight hours, hopefully. And the thing is, most of our fluids, most of our tissues have stagnated a little bit. So, so it's just a matter of actually starting, starting to move and, and starting slow and moving a little bit and stretching a bit. And, uh, I think the jumping jacks are a great example. Uh, if you're more athletically inclined, you might prefer to do some burpees. Um, but it is, you know, it's entirely up to each person, but it is important again. And I think uh, I want to keep emphasizing this. The, the truth of the matter is that you only need one minute because it, it is just setting you on par for the rest of the day. It's not about, okay, I need to do a workout, but I don't have time because I'm already running late. Like, listen, if you, if you have seven minutes, you can do this. That's all you need. And, and in reality, it's not that you're wasting seven minutes, but, but in the country, you're investing seven minutes in making sure that the rest of the day, even if you're starting late, goes so much smoother. I love the way you put that. You're investing seven minutes. You're investing some time in yourself. Again, this is about how do you prep yourself? How do you prime yourself to have a great day? How do you get up, dress up and show up? This is how you show up in your life by investing these seven minutes into your day. So the exercise, increase your heart rate and getting energized and it's just waking you up even more so that it increases your ability to be alert and your ability to focus throughout the day. Perfect. And that really sets everyone up for success. Absolutely. Yeah. Those are the seven um, ways to hack your morning. Wow, that sounds great. And and I keep saying it, you can do it in seven minutes. But the second thing that I keep saying is, this is something that, that we need to start adopting to make sure that our days go better, but also that we need to start modeling for children. A lot of the times we tend to try to get away from them so that we can have that peace and quiet time for us. But in reality, this is a great time to set the example. My wife recently, she's been working out at home um, now. And instead of going to the gym and, and doing it on, you know, on her own and, and working out, now she does it at home. So our baby boy sees that and he's not even two yet, but he sees that and he moves and he kind of like plays with her. But, but he's starting to get, we hopefully get installed in his mind that this is something that people do regularly. You just, you just work out because that's what people do instead of, of him not noticing that. So, so it's a great opportunity to set that example because our kids will, will watch and they will also start adopting it and we're just setting them up for, for success. Yeah, they, they will learn it faster because Dr. E and everyone's listening, I know I didn't learn any of this growing up. I, I'm learning this into my adulthood. And, you know, it's easier to learn when you're young. It's easier to, to see it and being modeled. And then you're like, okay, that's the way, that's the way, that's the way of life. It's not eating a lot of rice and putting weights in the abdominal area. And that's, uh, that's acceptable and be unhappy because the minute you become um, a little um, overweight, or st- it starts tac- um, t- tackling your confidence level. And if you don't have confidence, it, it stops really any your communication skills. It affects that. It affects your performance. It, it affects that you can't live a, a joyful, purposeful life because you are, there's this one thing nagging you that you could have controlled if you learned how. Yeah. 
And 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 that is that is the key word uh, I think realizing and understanding that that all of these things are within our control. A lot of the times we tend to believe that that we're powerless against this because of our situation, because of our job, because of our kids, because of the you know whatever it is. But in reality, we do have that control. Unless unless we were you know unless you were a slave and you're not in control of what you're doing, which I don't think you'd be listening to this podcast if you are. Um, you have control of what you do the first eight minutes of your day. Uh, or the first seven minutes of your day, to be precise. So um, take advantage, use them wisely, and invest those seven minutes and live the best day that you can. Lunit, I am so grateful. I do want to acknowledge you for taking the time, for, for, for being so gracious, and for being so generous with your knowledge and your expertise and uh, helping us improve our life, uh, despite this not being the kind of, of, of show and people that you normally talk to. But, but in the end, it is also very busy people who want to be successful after all. So um, most of our listeners might not be entrepreneurs. Many of them are, I'm sure. Uh, but some of them might not be. However, I can assure you that they still got a lot of very valuable information from this. So thank you so much for taking the time and being with us today. I am so glad to hear that. And that's, that's the mission. That, that's what makes my heart sing is to be able to share that knowledge because you want to live your best life. You want to uh, help others do the same because you want to add value and you want to start, even with the kids, start adding value in the kid's life. And that will pay off. It's a dividend, right? Of course it will. Of course it will. Now, before we say goodbye, where can people go to find out more about you and what you do and maybe even work with you? Absolutely. I'm on social media, all of them. I'm Twitter, Facebook, and um, Instagram. And I have two handles. I do have the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast. So that's in uh, that's on iTunes and wherever um, um, podcasts I'll listen to, Spotify, um, Stitcher. I also have um, podcast handles. So it's um, Best Best Routine for Facebook handle as well as Instagram uh, and Twitter. And for my personal page, it's just Lunid Lewis, L-U-N-I-D-E-L-O-U-I-S. I do have a Facebook page um, for the podcast and a personal page um, on there. You can find me, um, send me a message, ask me any questions. I'll be more than willing and um, I'm more than willing to help. And as we mentioned, Dr. E, I'll put the book link. You can put the book link um, down below for the listeners um, to get more knowledge and they can connect with that way. Um, Websites, I do have a bestmorningroutineever.com website that they can go to. It is luneedlewis.com. Perfect. Perfect. I'll make sure. I mean, everyone listening, you already know that if you're listening to this as a podcast, you just scroll to the episode's description in your podcast app. If you're watching this on YouTube, same thing. You scroll down to the episode's description. You'll find the links to everything there. And if you don't find them there, you can just go to our show notes at show, and uh, you can find there all of our episodes, including this one, and you'll see the links to everything that Looney just mentioned. So once again, Looney, thank you so, so, so much for coming. One final question. Do you have a good time here on the Highwood Health Show? Oh, absolutely. It was fun. It was great talking to um, your audience. <laughs> Looking forward to listening to it. Awesome. Awesome. That's what I like to hear. Everyone else, thank you so much for tuning in. I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to Dr. E's Highway to Health show, helping you learn the science of living ageless. Did you enjoy the show? Please like, share, and subscribe where you listen to podcasts. Dr. E wants to hear from you. Go to dre.show. Again, that's dre.show. Until next time, this is Dr. E's Highway to Health, helping you live ageless. Hey, so what you think? 
I hope you took some notes and have made the decision to start following these steps from today on. It'll change your days. Trust me. What was your favorite takeaway? Tag me on Instagram at DrErnestoMD and let me know. This has been the last episode of 2019. I got a lot of amazing interviews lined up for you next year. I wish you and your family an amazing start to 2020, and I'll see you here with the first episode next Wednesday. That's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You've been listening to Lunit Louie and Dr. E talk about your perfect day ritual. Thank you for tuning in. I'll see you here next week. And remember, you are on the highway to health and I'm your guide to get you there.